Uh, what a time to be a sports fan. What a what a 24 hours. 76 is the magic number. Australia's chasing 76 to win in the cricket. And the NRL season is off and running. I know you want to talk about it. Sensational. Golden Point drama, first up. Let's, how are we going to keep this up for seven months? Golden Point, Melbourne beating Parramatta. Bloody Brandy's one up on me on the tips already. Welcome to breakfast with uh, Fossey and Brandy on the home of Sport SEN. Brandy, bastard. How you going? I'm going good, Fossey. What, what a way to start the season uh, with that game. It was, it was, as you said, it was exhausting. You said, how are we going to get through a mm. season? How, how did we get through this round after last night? It was exhausting mm. and compelling. And the players, at, at, you know, both, both sides at, through the game were out in their feet. Um, you know, Harry Grant's golden point try, fantastic. Um, there were some great performers unexpectedly for, for Parramatta and, and Melbourne. Melbourne have picked up some injuries. Uh, Cameron Munster returning to the field. There was a little bit of confusion about what the injury was, but if it was a, if it was a compound anything. So if, the, if there was bone through skin to get back out in the field and finish the game was... Uh, was some sort of effort, Vossi, because once when he left the field, I thought, well, Parramatta dominated the first half. Even though the score was only 6-0, they certainly won the opening 40 minutes, and I thought that they'd go on it. But Cameron Munster coming back onto the field, what a boost for the Melbourne Storm. And, um, yeah, what a way to start. What a way to start the season. Okay, a little bit of Golden Point trivia for you. I'll throw you some questions at you. Um, how many Golden Point games did we have last year? We've waited one game to have a Golden Point game this year. How many can you remember off the top of your head? How many do you think we had last year? Did we have, did we have eight? Eight is correct. We had eight Golden Point games last year. Brandy, good form. That last night was the first time Melbourne had ever won a Golden Point game with a try. Um, that was their 18th Golden Point game, and... Eight times, um, they'd won with a field goal, once with a penalty goal, and now with a try. And just looking at some golden point stats, which team has played the most golden point games of any team? And we've had golden points since 03. Yeah, see, well, uh, that, that one I can't help you with. That one I can't Sharks. help you with. Sharks. 24 Sharks. golden point games. And the, and the team with the least is the Bulldogs, who have actually got the best win percentage. The Bulldogs have played 13 golden point games for nine wins. Uh, 69%, which is clearly the best. Um, Penrith have a very good well, golden point record too. Well, the, these two clubs have had some cracking games over over recent time. Yeah. And remember last year, round three, it was it was Ray Stone scoring a, a try in the golden point period to get Parramatta the win. They had the wood on Melbourne. They beat them the last four times. I think won five out of their last six against the Melbourne Storm. But the Melbourne Storm keep that record. Keep that record going of round one Amazing. wins, which is incredible. Well, we, we were obliged to run some Craig Bellamy to start the day. Craig Bellamy um, at the helm, I said in the Fox League coverage, you know, the, the king is still on his throne. You know, a number of members of the royal family have left the palace in the off-season. The, <laughs> the Bromwich brothers and uh, Brandon Smith and Felice Cafusi. But the king is still at the helm. And Craig Bellamy, um, his reaction... Look, as I was watching... Brandy. Craig Bellamy turns... So is Craig Bellamy right now is 63. That's 10 years younger than Wayne Bennett and Tim Sheens. Yet Craig Bellamy's talking about it being his last year. Having watched Craig Bellamy in the box last year, I understand why he won't go another 10 years. 
And I don't say this lightly because I don't think you'll live another 10 years if you had to sit through stuff like that <laughs> last night. I mean, he is, he was, he had, he was doing his nut, you know, 10 minutes into a new season. <laughs> you, 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 it was painful. So how can well, he do well, another talk, 10 years of that? <laughs> you know, you talk about the players getting through the, the 80 minutes and then the golden point period, but you, you're right. Like, how exhausting would it be for Craig Bellamy watching a game of footy? Like, he, he yeah. Yeah, you're right. He couldn't do it for another Blown. 10 years. No. Look, I'm going to throw that out to um, listen because I loved every single shot. Like, when you're there calling the football and you're just watching the play, but then you, in the corner of your eye, you see what the viewer's seeing at home and up, up lobs the coach, the coach shot. It made me feel good. Like, it was Craig Bellamy going off. It's like, oh, we're back to normal. The, the football's back. Which coaches do you most like to see? See, sometimes uh, television coverage, we say we, we flash up too many shots of the coach. But I love to ride the Craig Bellamy roller coaster. I mean, I think it's great. And same, I love watching Ricky. Who's the coaches yeah. you like to watch? And AFL, of course, have those cameras right in the box. Like, they're, they're right in there. So that part of the coverage, do you enjoy that? Is it, is it, um, does, it, does it enhance the coverage? Let us know the Motorola open line, although we do need to make an official Lieutenant Dane, if we could, please. Hello, Moto. Yes, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, and you can text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. The coaches you love to watch, but let's hear from Craig Bellamy, uh, Brandy, talking about the round one legacies intact. The Storm defeating the Eels sixteen twelve. This was Craig after the win. We won it, but you know, just being so gutsy through you know the whole eighty minutes. Um, that was. You know, I don't think we've been like that as a team probably the last 12 months. Um, so I thought we, we made some steps forward, you know, in that area and hopefully um, we can keep it up. Yeah, I'm sure, that, I'm sure both coaches know that there's plenty to work on um, and both coaches know that they've got players coming back into their sides too. Um, They're probably a little bit skinny on the edges. The, the, even though Cartwright and Dury were, you know, played... Play, played solidly. They got Madison and Sean Lane to come back into that side. Uh, Melbourne were making errors in the first half, which sort of led me to think, well, oh, they, they, they're just not on tonight. It's it's going to be a real battle for them. Harry Grant, what a player Harry Grant is. He's, mm. But I'll tell you who else played well, and he played all 84 minutes, Josh Hodgson. Um, yep. Picked his time. Didn't run that often, Vossi, but didn't have to. And I thought he got through the game... Well, after watching him in the, the pre-season challenge games, I was worried about what they were going to get out of Josh Hodgson and whether his body was going to allow him to do what he, he needed to do. But that's that was a strong start from Hodgson. So that's good signs. Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses. Brown was quiet. Moses, yeah, certainly not, not the sort of form that I thought he was taking into the game. He didn't, he didn't put it on the park. And the Parramatta Juju's dead, it would seem. Juju. You're does done. not go into a new season. The Parramatta Juju and at Combank Stadium have really called a Parramatta loss at the ground, and there it was last night. So sorry, Juju. Long live the Juju. Uh, you can have your say. Just your, just your quick take on the game, a, a post-mortem on last night. If you're a Parramatta fan, let us know. Melbourne fans, let us know. Neutral Observer, let us know what you thought of uh, last night. Now, what about this? Back page of the Telegraph today. I mean, he's known for his clickbait, this bloke. Brandy Clickbait Alexander. He's quoted back page. You know, he just gets a headline, can't he? Hmm. Yeah, you just, you just get the headlines. It says, what is Penrith the headline, director, by the way? 
Penrith Director Greg Alexander is calling for a free agency trade overhaul to fix the farcical system that infuriates fans and coaches. Um, You have uh, had the... uh, Wasn't really... Yeah, wasn't high on my priority list and I wasn't really thinking about it, but I got a call off Paul Crawley and he said, you know, what do you think about it? And I said, well, it does sound... When you speak to people from other sports and you Mm. tell them that in rugby league, you can sign for another club 12 months before you actually leave that club. Yes. They go, what the? Yes. What? That's right. Like, we, we are the only sport in the world where this happens. And and why are we down this road? We, we And we, we tend to... In rugby league, we just get used to what we're doing. So you, you make the most of what rule you've been throwing. Um. And for some reason, we went down this line. Now, Vossi, you would remember the June 30 deadline that we had for, for some time. Yes. And the speculation about whether a player was signing with a club, staying at his current club, that was continuous right throughout until June 30. So I thought, well, let's just try something different. And we did. But I, I think we need to change it. We need to change what we're doing now because it is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, well, th- that's right. And you, you quote the game tomorrow, uh, tonight rather, Penrith and the Broncos. And, and yeah, they're big names. They're big name players. Like, if you've got kids, like, and, and your kid has heroes, yeah, you're going a long time. But isn't he, hasn't he signed to go? Yeah, he has. But you cheer him on this year, but he's gone. Crichton, Lenu, Farnworth, Flegler are all headed elsewhere next season. And, you know, these players could have actually signed November 1. <laughs> Like they, we could already be four months on from when they actually signed with their rival, with another club for twenty twenty four. It's yeah, it's a I, long we, time we do out. get used to it, Vossi. We get used to it because the players don't let themselves down. And and I did say to Paul Crawley that well, over the last few years, there's been players, big name players, that have signed with other clubs and have not let their clubs down. Viliami Kicker um, well, never well, played better than last year, did he? Happy Corrison. Never played better. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're just two uh, Penrith yes. players. But I'm, 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 I'm thinking the game needs to change. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't be signing 12 months out. That's, I just you, don't think we are need. You, are you suggesting we have a big poll this morning? That we stick a poll up early with yourself? Why not? That question that you're asking. We want to do a poll? All those in favour, say aye. Yep. Well, yep. Uh, and there you go. So the, the group of the, the tribe have spoken. We will do a poll. We'll come up. We'll try and word it correctly. But is Brandy on the money with his call for an end to the November one deadline? We will well, well, even though there's, it's, it's very hard to come up with a, a situation like something that works. And that's why we probably haven't changed because we think, well, what do we do? How do we how do we make it better? But if we had the June 30 window of whether it's a week or two weeks where players could sign with other clubs um, and then the rest of it's left to post-season. Wait until the end of the year. Now, I know the players aren't going to buy that. That's The Players Association just won't make that biggest shift for the players to have to get themselves ready, um, leave themselves out a little. They're sort of hanging in the wind with not signing a deal. They leave themselves open to injury, but there's, like, 
why do we have to do something that no one else does in the world? Well, certainly worth discussion this morning. Give us a call, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. text 0457 NBL uh, Championship final series starts tonight. Kings and Breakers. We've actually got five double passes to give away to the Titans. Tiger, uh, Titans clash, by the way, at Leichhardt Oval on Sunday night. Um, we'll tell you about that later in the show. But the cricket, you're down to your last $10, Brandy. Confidently go on chasing 76, confidently, given that we lost 6 for 11 to collapse in our first innings, 76. How do you think we'd feel at about 4 for 20? How's it going to yeah, be? We, we did lose. What, what did we lose? 6 for 11 in our first six innings? For 11. 6 for 11. 6 for 11. Yeah. 76, um, we get that. Day. Reasonably confident. I, I think we can do it. <laughs> the last 10? I, maybe not the last 10. I think we'll win. I, I do think no. Would you put your house on Australia getting 76? Your house. No, no, no. Ooh, no, 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 not with that wicket, not with that wicket. Uh, can I just say, if you had the ability to watch both sports last night, if you had two TVs going, if you had mm. yep. the footy and the cricket on at the same time, it was mm. it was a great night of sport. Hey, Nathan, Nathan Lyon, Lyon, what is eight he now for sixty four? Yeah, but where is he on the all time Test wicket takers? What number? Uh, he's eight the all shadow. time. The shadow was never a fan of Nathan Lyon. Eighth, eighth all time, 479 test wickets. Ooh, eight for 64, amazing stuff. Um, now, SEN has had the coverage of the test. Uh, Mitchell Stark spoke on SEN Cricket after yesterday's play. Here's a little bit of what uh, Mitchell had to say. Well, I mean, the Gabba this year was a bit um, <laughs> different type of wicket, but um, that was fast forward cricket as well. So interesting to be a part of, interesting to watch. Um, certainly not going to day five. Nathan Lyon, today he was just magical. He was, he was. He uh, showed his class and I think he's ticked off far too many milestones this tour with in terms of bowling in the subcontinent, but um, he's been around a long time, knows his craft so well. I think he's obviously helped the development of the other two spinners as well. So, um, yeah, credit again to him this week. He's been phenomenal. Mitchell Stark there speaking on SEN, and SEN, the home of sport, uh, never more so than tonight. So you can catch the conclusion, and it'll be a thriller, the third test, live across the SEN network in Sydney. You can catch all of the action through the SEN app or through the SEN Fanatic channel on digital radio. Join Adam Collins and the team from 2.30pm. That's uh, New South Wales time. We've got basketball tonight, the Kings uh, and the Breakers on SEN, and we've also got the call of the Warriors and the Knights tonight as part of our NRL coverage, so it's all happening. Uh, five double passes to give away to the Tigers and the Titans. Might give away one early. We'll reward an early an early shout. We'll give one pass. If you can answer this question, we've got Tigers trivia this morning. How many tries has Alex Twal scored in his career? One of the Tigers' favourites. How many tries has he scored in his NRL career? First correct answer. Uh, through on the open line, one 300 Wins a double pass to the Tigers v Titans on Sunday night at Leichhardt Oval. Thanks to Bryden's Lawyers, who helps you in your time of need. They do. Bryden's Lawyers. This is Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Get on the phones. Open the batting this morning. Have a shot at anything you like. 20 after 6 New South Wales. 20 after 5 in Queensland. Vossie, I thought there was a, some outstanding performers last night. None better than Jermaine Hopgood. We've mentioned how Josh Hodgson uh, was very good for them and played all 84 minutes, Hopgood was outstanding. They've, they've one, got a good one there. Yeah, in Supercoach, 99 points, Jermaine Hopgood. Uh, if you play KFC Supercoach, and I put him in my team. 
Uh, Hopgood and uh, Josh King, superb. One of our listeners said, I think you're right there, Josh King was uh, very good. bit more ball play with uh, mm. Josh King last night, the former Knight. Uh, text confirming the Parramatta Juju is dead. And then it goes on to say, and hopefully Parramatta, Parramatta are as well. So without the Juju, Juju, they're saying Parramatta now hope. Premiership window shut. Michelle Bishop doesn't, have them, doesn't even have them in her top eight. Parramatta, trouble. Trouble in paradise. Be, uh, let's go. Lieutenant, hit it again. She's with us, is she? Hello, Moto. The Motorola open line uh, is that, is open. And Mark from Newcastle is uh, right there. G'day, Mark. How are you going? Good, mate. Good, Mark. Good. Big shout out to all the panellists for the Australian Wildwater Championships. It starts today in uh, Penrith at the Whitewater Stadium there. Um, okay. And uh, probably probably the main thing is uh, how good does it have the footy back? <laughs> and I was, I was keen to get your thoughts on... Um, so what would have happened if Munster's injury happened to a soccer player? Because they sort of fall over if you breathe on them. And they go oh, back on the field. Yeah, yeah no, there's no coming back. No, yep. they're going to amputate. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, no way. Now that's that's because uh, I I I wrote him off at half time. Well, you know, we heard it was a, a compound fracture. I just said, well, the, you don't come back on with a compound fracture. The 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 concern from the the medical staff would be about uh, infection with a compound fracture. But uh, somehow they got the the knuckle back in, which dislocated, and uh, on he went, which was pretty gutsy. The best thing Mark said there is, how good is it to have the footy back? I mean, how good is it to have the footy back? And tonight, Warriors Knights here on SEN. You can watch it on Fox League. Uh, both matches back-to-back. And Penrith and uh, the Broncos. This one here from the Brown Snake. He slithered out early. The Brown Snake has got this statement. Agree or disagree, Brandy? Mitchell Moses is not worth $1 million. If he was, wouldn't there be 17 clubs after him? Um, says the Brown Stake. Certainly, no, no. last night there was no field goal set up by Parramatta. M- Mitchell Moses isn't solely to blame for that. Not not by any stretch. No, gee, they he, missed he their chance. Ten and mm. didn't set up at all well. No, and th- there was a moment with Mike Acevo, um Vossi, and that was was that was play one. Yeah. Play one. They just yeah. Melbourne had come up with the error. Trent Liero, I think, dropped the ball coming out of trouble. Um, they go down that sideline. Micah, did he have to kick the ball? Did he, or did he just have to come back in and stay in field? He he was confident. Yeah, that, well, he, he didn't think he could score the try. That's why he kicked it. Yeah. But you think with another five tackles left, you'd just somehow stay in field. Well, let's call it as you see it. You're built like a brick shithouse. Come back in, mate. You're not going to throw you over yeah, the sideline. Step back You're not going to be ragdolled. Come back in. Uh, look, we're in a very giving mood. And boy, do you guys love uh, Alex Twal. Um, no tries. Alex has scored zero tries going into Sunday night in his NRL career. He's topped the 100 mark. And we haven't given away one double pass, Brandy. Haven't given away two. We've given away three. There's so many calls come through, we just didn't have the heart to knock you back. So Leon, Leon of Lilyfield, Andrew of Cherrybrook, and Michael of Narara, thanks to Bryden's lawyers, you are off to the Tigers and Titans with a double pass for Sunday night. 6.15 kickoff. How good's that? We've got two more double passes to give away uh, during the show today. And Bryden's Lawyers, who helps you in your time of need? They do. Bryden's Lawyers, thanks for them. Now, do you want to go with the joke of the day right now? I mean, oh. how confident are you? Which, I, I had a question to confident? throw to you. Oh, I had a question okay, to throw to you, away. but, I, but I'll, I'll, I'll save it. Let, 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 let's go to Jay. No, no, well, can I ask you a question? 
Which mm. are you more confident of? Australia's getting 76 to win or yep. Jay's joke being a ball terror? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Australia getting 76. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, not, that's not a great build-up for Jay. Jay, I, I'm going with you, mate. Happy Friday. Yeah, well, I was reading the, uh, the transcript of the Melinda Gates and Bill Gates divorce case, and Melinda was asked by the judge why she wanted to divorce Bill. She said two words, micro and soft. The judge said, it took you 27 years to work that out. Melinda said, he kept promising me an upgrade. Uh, well, it wasn't, wasn't exactly well, a ball terror, but it was, it was, was it, okay. It was a little bit on the deviant side, to be perfectly frank, but um, well, it's interesting areas. I think Jay, Jay might have to go down that line. Like, I think, he's, he, I think he had to change tack. He's gone down the, okay. the rude line. Let's say they had a comedian super coach. How many points would Jay have just picked up for that? Well, what's good? What's good in super coach? Oh, How many? well, you know, you get over 50, over 50 points. It's great. You know, you can pick up, get up to 100, get into the 100. You know, you're having a Tedesco 350-meter-plus game, 20, right. tall, 20 tackle bus. What's Jay so, just picked up? Now, it wasn't a man-of-the-match performance. No, he's, he's not getting <laughs> into the hundreds. All right. You can have your say. Uh, we'll get that poll up. We'll let you know about that in a moment. We've got to go to the news and then calls and opinion from the smartest people in the world, the SEM listeners. Uh, Vanessa, thank you. We're here thanks to Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. And a reminder about Bryden's Lawyers, your verdict, pick one NRL winner each week for the chance to win $2,500. Wow. Head to sensurvivor.com.au. Dan, play it. Hello, Moto. Smartphones for any budget, visit motorola.com.au. Uh, the big poll is up this morning. You can grab it and have your say. Uh, the question from the back of uh, Clickbait Alexander's story in the Telegraph today. He's had his say with Paul Crawley. Back page, Brandy, well done. Uh, and here on SEN Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the question we're asking on our Twitter account, at Vossie Brandy SEN, do you agree with Brandy that we need to remove the tr- the November 1 deadline and move to an NRL trade window? It's as simple as yes or no. Do you agree with Brandy that we need to remove the November 1 deadline and move to an NRL trade window? Have you said uh, Now, Widgie said in a text, he said, Harry is too nice a kid to have a shite haircut. Get rid of it. Did, would, I thought Harry, I thought most of the players out there had short hair. Like, Oh, they'd all the they'd all had a cut for charity. Yeah, the the Melbourne's going back. Even Craig Bellamy had the head um, mm. shaved in the off season, but it's the way you grow it back. And um, Harry's gone with a bit of the mohawk, the, the strip of carpet down the middle, a bit like Billy Army without the sort of peroxide right. in it. And you had to sort of look twice. That's Harry Grant. You know, last year he had the, the bit of animal sort of roadkill on the head, and, and he's gone with this one this year. <laughs> like roll out the. Roll out the carpet over the top of the, the scalp. So yeah, I probably on, I stand with Widgie on uh, on that one. Uh, morning, fellas. I've got to ask the question. I was at the game last night. Am I that one-eyed, or did Melbourne get away with sleeping all over the ruck? Seemed to stifle the attack, and hence the low scoreline. Chock of Calderwood. That was his observation last night. Can I can I be honest as, as play-by-play commentator? I was probably too absorbed in the match to. 
mm. to break down that. I would probably need to watch it back. Brandy, you watch it to a slightly different eye to eye. Did you um, yeah. detect that? Were you thinking that? I, 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 got a t- I did get a text message um, through the game, and I, I wasn't sure who it was from. Why are the Storm not being penalised for holding down and also checking defence before release? Um, so someone else has sort of picked up on that. Mm. Uh, but I, I really didn't notice, Andrew. But then mm. again, um, I was, I did have the cricket on too. <laughs> I was at Fox Sports. I was cheating a bit. Ten, yeah, um, I, I've got to say, we, I, I, I'm going to be. I was a bit perplexed by the penalty late for the ball plant and Parramatta are ruled to a fringe. In fringe, there was uh, Josh Hodgson. Given what, how we were explained and it had been in effect early in the play, we were told that the ball planter. If you plant mm-hmm. the ball on the ground without rising completely to your feet, if there's consequences, unless there's an absolutely blatant you know, act to dislodge the ball, you're to blame if something goes wrong. So if someone bumps you and you lose control, then so be it. And I thought, to be honest, I, was, I wasn't a penalty in the Hodgson one. I thought the ball had been put to the no. side a little. It yep. not, they said put on the mark. I, I disagree. I disagree. Mm. I think yeah, I, I, I thought going on what we heard, uh, Andrew, over the last couple of days, the ball plant, uh, the onus is on the ball carrier. If he puts the ball yeah. down to play the ball quickly, um, which mm. isn't legal, but they don't yeah. they don't penalise that. Uh, the onus is on you to make sure that nothing happens. Now, Josh Hodgson was trying to get back to marker, made contact with the ball, and I, I agree with you. I, th- I think it was it was a hard one against the Eels. Well, they obviously haven't got the message across that you can't. You're better off not ball planting because they're in the heat of battle. The bloke's planting the ball without getting to his feet. You know, just planting it on mm. the ground. So they've got a way to go before that message gets across. What about this one? Morning, boys. Without being impolite, I think last night showed why Mitch Moses isn't worth the money that he's reporting to be getting. Storm didn't win that game. Parramatta lost that game. Now, Peter Bexley has thrown out a little bit of a, a spin on the game. Do you... Do you subscribe to that theory, Brady? You are the expert. Did Parramatta lose it rather than Melbourne win it? Uh, well, it, uh, yeah, look, I, I guess you could look at it that way. Like, And if you're an Eels fan, you, you would think that we had our chances late in that game to set something up, to set a field goal up. Um, a couple of times they went away from it. They had two shots at field goal. But, um, yes and no. Yeah, There was, you know, both sides. Well... well Andrew, whenever you've got a close game like that, there, there is always there's circumstances, and it doesn't matter who's playing. There's, you think, well, well, we could have won that game. We we just didn't get it right. We didn't nail the end of the game, and I, that's that's the 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 basket that Parramatta fall into. But I, I wouldn't say it was shockingly. You know, we we threw the game away. Mm. Uh, Melbourne were gutsy, and Melbourne kept hanging in there. So you got to give you got to give a bit of credit to Melbourne on the way they played. By the way, we've got Super League uh, happening this morning. We'll keep you up to date with that. Warrington playing Salford. Paul Vaughan has started like a house on fire in Super League. They're raving about Paul Vaughan and uh, the stats numbers he's producing for Warrington early season. Uh, also on the show today, we'll have uh, Steve Corica, the Sydney FC head coach, going into the weekend of A-League. Um, so there's a fair bit happening, although Sydney FC beaten last week. A game performance against... Uh, Melbourne City, and this weekend at home. In fact, uh, tomorrow night, 7.45 kickoff against Melbourne Victory. Uh, we are broadcasting through 11.70am in Sydney, 8.01am Central Coast, 15.75am Illawarra, 90.3fm in Griffith, 13.23am in Canberra. And for the first hour through Queensland, SENQ, 6.93am Brisbane, 
1620am Gold Coast and the SEN Track Network through regional Queensland. And wherever you're listening on the SEN app, it is great to have your company. And make sure you download the app. You need the SEN app more than ever before if you're trying to keep abreast of all sports at the moment. And tonight, it's cricket, it's league, and it's basketball all in the one place here on the SEN app. Uh, Michelle Bishop also coming up with a sports update for Anytime Fitness just before a break. Let us play fast money with all these texts that have come in. Brandy, one for one, far away. Uh, yeah, Rooster Man says, isn't it Moses' role to set the field goal up? Um, yes, Rooster Man, it is. Like, if you're the halfback, you're running the side, you put them where you want to have them for, for your shot at field goal. Uh, unless someone completely disregards what what you have said and where you want them to go. Um, but that should not happen. But yes, it's the halfback's job. He's the one kicking it, so he's the one that puts them where he wants them. Uh, this one here, Hopgood and Hodgson were both very good for my super coach team. Yes, well, I, I haven't looked up how many points Hodgson polled, but as I said, Jermaine Hopgood, only his 10th game in first grade, 99 points as a starting mm. forward. It's a bloody good start to the year if you if you play the super coach. Yeah, yeah, very good. And that might force, well, Madison's been playing in the middle for the, for the Eels, but with Hopgood's form... Do you move Hopgood out of lock? And I don't think so. I think you keep him there and maybe Madison uh, goes back to playing on an edge. Uh, Shaggers, this year's Jay's jokes have become more protected than a Sumatran tiger. Everyone don't bag Jay. Vossi won't read. Oh, come on. You, you, you read it out. You, the reptile gets a run when yeah, he bags Jay. Run. Yeah. yeah. Um, come on. This one here. Mark says, um, on last night's game, I think Josh Hodgson gives Parramatta more attack than Reed Marnie. As good as Reed was for Parra, it may turn out to be that what that's what they needed to go the extra step. Hodgson, are they a better side with Hodgson than Marnie? I, I'm saying no. Oh, I'm, it's I'm too saying early. no. I think Marnie, you yeah, know, peak of his power well, you know, is still getting there. Obviously, one game. You, you, it, you know, it's only one game. So you, you don't know. I, I will say I was impressed with Josh Hodgson. I... I you know, I had my concerns, um, but he is coming back from a, a knee reconstruction. So I guess you've got to let him build into the season. But from what he did last night, um, they've got a good player. Uh, we have the poll going on our Twitter account, at VossiBrandySEN. Question this morning, do you agree with Brandy that we need to remove the November 1 deadline and move to an NRL trade window? Early voting, yes, 92%, no, 8%. And that story... Is highlighted in the Telegraph this morning in the article by Paul Crawley. It is 18 minutes to 7 in New South Wales, 18 to 6 in Queensland. Vossie and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.